Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross, and this episode is on superannuation. What the heck is superannuation? Why is it important? If you're listening from the States, yours is called 401k, um, and you have your IRA. There's there's different uh, retirement fund names across different countries and regions. But for this particular episode, I'm going to call it superannuation, okay, for all my Aussies out there. Uh, bulk of my listeners are from Australia. So superannuation, really, really misunderstood topic. Uh, a lot of people think that superannuation is just a thing. Uh, actually, they have no idea. But I think it's just a thing where they think their money goes into a pool and it's just called super. And at the end of their retirement, it just comes out of this thing called super. It's just magic money. That's the real, the real true understanding of superannuation, I think, in Australia for a lot of people, particularly young people. Um, but so... I. I want to do an episode on superannuation, what it is, how to maximize it, uh, making sure your super is uh, you know, in the right place, and understanding what it's for. And I think if you understand this, you're going to really treat it with a lot more respect. You're going to know exactly where it's going. You're going to understand why it's there. It may prevent you from pulling it out. It, I think it's going to help you a lot. So let's, it's, it's a brief episode, but I'm going to you know, just summarize it all for you so it's simple. So superannuation is uh, a government-driven retirement planning program. And it's where your employer would typically put, uh, you know, 9 or 10% of your gross income, your whole income, into a fund, okay, to eventually fund your retirement. That's what it's for because a lot of people can't be trusted to fund their own retirement. Isn't that a bit sad that we as a people can't, don't have the discipline to actually fund our own retirement. So anyway, that's what it's for. The government put it in place because they're like, oh my God, if we don't have this in place, people are going to rely all on the pension. We're not going to be able to sustain it and it's going to collapse on itself. We're going to have a lot of old homeless people, right? Going to have a lot of problems. So they've put put this thing in place called superannuation, where it's like a forced savings program for retirement or a forced investing program for retirement. So, um... You know, depending, uh, you know, what your setup is, I'm talking about if you're an employee and you've got a, a retail super fund, your employer will automatically take out, before you get paid, they'll take out tax and they'll take out a superannuation contribution, okay? And I'm pretty sure they're thinking about putting it to 12% um, very soon. So, you know, roughly around 10% of your salary is put into a fund. Now, this particular fund, a super fund, it's not just like a a pool of money where it's just called super and just sits there and just builds up. What happens is it goes into a specific fund run by a fund manager and they put it into assets. So your money in your super is actually put into shares. Did you know that? It's put into shares, bonds, real estate, and cash, right? And sometimes commodities depending on what fund, but but that's where it goes. Your money goes into actual assets, goes into shares, uh, goes into real estate, goes into bonds, a lot of people don't realize that's what actually happens with your superannuation. So this fund manager 
called, let's say, for example, Australian Super. They say, look, we're going to take your superannuation every single month. When you get paid, we're going to t- your employee is going to give us some. We're going to invest it into shares, bonds, real estate, and cash in different proportions. And we're going to charge you for that a fee, be around, say, 1% or whatever it might be. Every fund is different. Some are very expensive. Some are less expensive. And at the end of your life, working life, where you're going to be able to access this, okay? Forced investing programs are actually really good. It's a great idea, okay? Um, and so here's the thing. A lot of people don't know where the superannuation is. That's your money. You earned it. I would employ you to find out where your superannuation is, okay? How do you find out? You ask your employer. You ask your employer. You go to the HR. You talk to your employer. You say, listen, where's my superannuation going? And you can actually select where it goes. You can decide. A lot of employers have default funds where they just say, look, we're associated with Australian super. Uh, that's where your money's going to go in your superannuation. Are you okay with that? And you, in your employment contract, you just tick yes. But you can go and find out where it is and you can decide on where it's going to go. So you can decide where your superannuation is actually going. And I would encourage you to find out where it's going and making sure it's in a good fund. Okay. So how do you find out what a good fund is? Well, the first step is to go and actually talk to your employer and say, hey, Where's my superannuation going here, right? And then once you once you know where it is, you can go to go to finder.com.au and just go to compare super funds. You can even put in Google, compare, compare Australian superannuation funds and you can see the top 10, right? The idea of what you're trying to look for is you're trying to look for a good return, okay? Now, some of these have, I mean, the share market's absolutely been, and real estate market's been booming because of uh, low debt, like, it, low interest rates has been fueling a stock market boom and a real estate boom. So pretty well, all super funds have been performing really well. Like Australian super, I think in the last 12 months, it it it, it went up by um, the last 12 months, like a 24%. Huge, right? You'll see your super fund would have grown drastically in the last 12 months. But usually, like over the you look at a fund and you assess it over, say, a 10-year period. So anywhere, like, like 10% is really good, really good. I think... On average, it would be around seven to eight percent you would expect, um, but lately, because of the stock market booms, it's been up at like ten percent, which is awesome, right? Ten percent is incredible. You can actually double. You'll double your money in seven point two years at a ten percent return, which is awesome. So you go and look at this. You go to finder.com.au and you just look down and you figure out, okay, well, what's the best superannuation? Like, okay, Australian super is pretty good, and you look at it cost. It only costs four hundred sixty-one dollars a year. With a balance of over fifty thousand, pretty good, low cost. Um, you've got here Q Super Aggressive, it's okay. Sun Super is okay. Ethic Strain Ethical is pretty good. Australian Spaceship's good, but you know what? I think yeah, you can you can choose which one you want to be in. And you can check if yours is any good. So you can say, oh my god, like my fund is like performed at seven percent, and they're charging me three percent a year in, in in to manage it. What am I doing here? And then you can change. So go and check out which super fund you want to be in. Understand what's included in that in terms of where your money goes. So making sure it's, you know, less maybe less bonds and real estate or less cash and more stocks, right? If especially if you're younger. And um, here's the thing: each superannuation fund will have uh, will have different assets within it. But it's pretty simple to find out. You just look for um, something that's going to return a good amount per year. Ten percent's amazing. And then having low cost. That's it. And once you've done that, you're all set. At least you know where your money's going. And when can you access it? Well, it varies depending on the year you're born. Um, I think if you're born before 1960, you can access it like at age 55. But there's a, like a little tiered scale. You can go and Google 
uh, superannuation fund access, and the ATO has some information on that. But more or less, you access it at age 65. You don't really want to access it any sooner than that. Um, you want to leave your money in invested to compound. Like if you took it out at 55 instead of 65, 10 years of compounding could be the difference between like potentially doubling your whole super fund. So be very, very, very conscious of taking it out and interrupting the compound process. That's why recently with COVID, people are like, oh, I can access my super. I'm like, well, you're going to take it all out. You're going to start the compounding effect all over again. And uh, that's going to come back and bite people later on. So the idea with money and compound interest is to leave it in for a long period of time until you're older. That's the trick, right? And so you can actually, um, you can select to either manage your super by yourself, which is called a self-managed super fund. But that is quite, uh, you need to have an accountant or someone managing it for you, basically. Um, it does take a bit of an admin to do. But if you're just an employee, you don't need that. Like just stay with a good super, a retail fund, low cost, good returns. And um, you know, you're putting your contribution there every single year. When you can access it at say age 65, the idea would be to try and invest it to have passive income from it instead of spending the principal. You don't want to spend the actual amounts. Like let's say, for example, you got paid six or $700,000 at retirement from your superannuation fund. You don't want to take that and live off that. Right, that will last you like what six, seven, eight years. You want to invest that and get passive income off it. That's what I would do, right? And so you get more longevity out of it for that. You know, some people might pay their mortgage off fine, but then you're living in your house. So how are you going to get cash flow, right? I think to downsize your house, be debt free in your home, live in a smaller unit, put your money into um, you know some sort of passive income setup, whether it be bonds or or stocks, but set it up so you can live off the income rather than live off the principal. And that's the trick. But I think, I guess the reason for this episode is to understand that your superannuation, that's the name given to the money that your employer is giving to the super fund on your behalf to fund your retirement. And it's really important to know where it's going. So make sure you go and talk to your employer, find out where it is, what it's invested in, look at the cost, make sure it's a high, high return fund, low cost, and Understand that there's a plan to, to to go and secure that once you retire. And what are you going to do with it? you got to learn a little bit about investing to know what to do with it next. Okay, Because you really want to have money all the way until you, you, you know, you, you're you about to. You know, some people live till they're 90. Like, you know, you retire at 65. That's 25 years. You're going to need money to do cool stuff. So it's important that you have it. So don't interrupt the compounding process by taking your super out too early if you ever get the chance. Um and while your superannuation is building up in the background, that's like background funds, you ought to be putting some of your own super money aside as your own personal super fund, like in a share portfolio or real estate or, you know, so you got double the amount, you know, because you can't have too much passive income when you're at the retirement age. I mean, unless you want to work to your 80, which is fine, you can if you want, but I'm sure there's a lot more important things you want to do at that age than work. So look, that's a that's a, a quick lesson on, on super funds. If you want to ask me a question on that, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Lloyd James Ross. If you're enjoying these episodes, give us a shout out on Instagram, share the um share the episode and I'll and I'll reshare it to my stories and get you some more followers. Um, and feel free to leave us uh, subscribe and leave us a five star review. Uh, we had to change podcast show um servers and we lost all of our five star reviews, which is a bit gutting. So if you could do me a massive favor and leave a five-star written review there, like a little, little sentence or two. If you're getting value, that'd be awesome. And I'll give you a shout-out on my stories for that too. But thanks so much for listening. It's it's, it's great. Our, our, our viewership's going up. We have like 4,000 downloads on um, 
on Spotify now, which is amazing. Apple's now rebuilding with the new the new setup, so it's all going really well. And um, excited to launch some guest interviews very soon. So thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at Lloyd James Ross. 